going. Quote unquote accidentally deletes. <laughs> like he did episode two, three, four. I didn't and do seven. It. Now you're just making stuff. Yeah, up. let's just bring up stuff from the past. I mean, <laughs> so let's just... the episodes that we had to just re-record. Yeah. For technical difficulties. Hey, but Austin, you understand that you had to re-preach, right? I must say, been there, done Austin's, it. Yeah, Austin's been there. He knows. He knows what's going on. We had a. I used to do a podcast with some buddies of mine, and I can't tell you how many times it would be like mid podcast. I'm like, are we recording? And you look and like sometimes you work, sometimes you weren't. It's fine. You know? It's fine. Well, hey guys, sorry about that. We gotta try this from the top again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys. Really good stuff y'all said for the last thirty five minutes. But it would be even better if we did it all again. That's right. <laughs> What's bad is when you think you've recorded and you've got this thought of what you said in yeah. a previous podcast or earlier in the same podcast and nobody out there understands, but we referenced that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think we did do that. Yeah. We're talking about that already. I think we've paused before and been like, wait, was this a part of the deleted one? Or? Yeah, we have. Because I bet, you know, like I said, when, and then like give an example, and then we'd be like, you didn't say that. I don't, I don't think that was on an episode. So sorry if that's happened. Um, we don't know. We it's don't all know Noah's fault. Yeah, we don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> it's all Noah's fault. All right, yeah. guys, so welcome to the I3 podcast. We're here today. We got Austin Black hanging out with us this morning. Hey, Austin. Ooh. What's up? Um, so, Austin, have you listened to the podcast yet? I haven't. I don't, where do you, you've told me where to find it, but I keep forgetting. Oh, we have it on Spotify. It's on Spotify? We'll have it All on right. Spotify, and then we're going to put a link up for this one on the, uh, the, um. Website? Yeah, Facebook page and stuff, so that you can link to it easily, so if you're interested, you can go and listen. Um, but, uh. Yeah, so so I guess the challenge of asking you what I3 stands for was... Yeah, I mean, we could ask, and he might... He might just hit it on the He might hit it. Nail it, yeah. You know what I3 stands for, Austin? I3. Is it E-Y-E, or like the the letter I to the third power? Is, um... Three idiots. Idiots times idiots. Yeah, so, yeah, that's been... Good guess, honestly. Why do people keep guessing that? <laughs> Everybody says that. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't even know if we remember what I three stands for. What's I three stand for? Hey. Ignite, invest, impact. That's right. That's, that's way. Like. That's way better. That's, yeah, that's way better than mine. <laughs> like ours is really serious. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You should stick with that one. Yeah. First half of the podcast is three idiots. Later on. Honestly, yeah, that's yeah. Because I keep thinking about some of the bits we would plan. Yeah, like how to do it, how to do an intro and stuff like that, and then like we would do a really really stupid intro, and we and like in the time we were like, oh man, that's so good, and we dropped it, (laughs) and then like a week later, I'm like, why did we, why did we seriously just do that? It was funny. It was. I mean, it was funny, but like I'm just saying, like the how much we've. So I judge judge the quality of our podcast. By later on in the day, when we're back at the house mm-hmm. and Noah is editing, because if he's editing our podcast and actually laughing, then it's got to be pretty funny. Yeah, right? no, it's funny. So if he laughs at it, it's funny. Yeah. yeah, no, it's 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 really funny. I just remember some of the stuff. I'm like, we actually just like said that, like and did that, but it's okay. Yeah, that's no, good. It's good stuff. So Austin, um, how has your summer been during this? Uh, we we call it spring break week. Extended. Yeah. Um, we, we don't refer to it as the C word, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been. 
it's I I love it to be honest with you because <laughs> like it's it's this is you have to so you're telling me I can't go anywhere I have to stay home okay let's do this so yeah. I, like I'm I'm down with that and so that aspect of it's been great tons of time with my family which has been t- which has been great um but I tell you what I, I realized recently is it's gone really fast <laughs> like time is like yeah. out of control right now and in uh and people would say the years are the days are long but the years are fast right. and right now it's like my goodness the days are fast and the years are fast what is it? it's june you know this thing <laughs> this thing went off the rails in march and that feels like it just happened in many ways and so um, it's you know it's it's been I, I've enjoyed the kind of slowdown in a lot of ways even though time is kind of seemed like it's going fast yeah. what's going on yeah yeah it's like we came back from Juarez and then now it's June yep <laughs> that's right I mean yeah. seriously we, that's we, what it feels we've like actually not done a Juarez like recap that's to come or whatever you know yeah <laughs> yeah we <laughs> never to one of the guys earlier who had gone to the war gone to Juarez to build with us. And um, I was telling him, yeah, we're going to do it. We have to do a report back and let everybody know what all we did down there. And, you know, and looking forward to next next year. And I was like, but I don't know that I remember. Yeah, I don't know if I remember everything. <laughs> I think I looked back through my pictures. I remember those uh, burritos or tacos we ate. That was really good. Well, I'll tell you something else that keeps happening with me here, too. That's the thing about this is I'm like, man, it's really hot outside, you know? And, and then I remember myself, wait, it's June. Like, it's summertime yeah. because my mind is still mm-hmm. stuck in March. Right. Like my mind is all the way back in March. We're like, oh, it's springtime. It's cool. It's like, no, we're mid June. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, it's hot. Bad. It's hot. <laughs> that's, that's a video. Sorry. <laughs> were the burritos really good or something down in Juarez? Is that what you're they saying? Had, I don't know what meat it was. If we're being oh. honest, <laughs> <laughs> that's for the best. We had some mystery meat, but I was like, you know, when in Juarez, and so you know the saying. <laughs> I, I, I say it all the time. Yeah. yeah, and so I ate it, and I was like, wow, that was really good. And they had some. First of all, the pico de gallo was just straight up peppers, and so I remember I got like a huge like load of it, and I was like, oh, this could be so good, and I went bit into it, and it was the worst pain of my life. And then, before yeah, before, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. we can say that. We but, were talking uh, about the meat yesterday, though, right? Yeah, we actually were. I like pretty, how none of us even asked that many questions. No, none of us asked a question. Didn't I'm pretty sure it was either hot dogs or spam. I hope. <laughs> oh, gosh. It, it was ground up and fried. It, yeah. Like, but, it, but it did have that, like, it's like, is this a, is this just a ground up hot dog without skin? I, I yeah. Don't know, you know? Oh, gosh. Yeah, figure like, it out. <laughs> Without, did they skin the hot dogs? That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I just pictured someone sitting there. That's, like, that's why I'm thinking it has to be like spam. They that's... got like a potato peeler in the back. Like, <laughs> like, skin skin a hot dog. <laughs> or I thought like a hunter, like someone hunting down a hot dog and getting like, oh, let's go skin it now. Just like hanging over. Yeah, like hanging it up. <laughs> oh, gosh. Gotta let it dry. My brother in law was in uh, Poland. And he's eating the meal, some mystery meat, and he finds out at the end of the meal, or maybe in the middle of its middle at some point, that it's horse. Yeah. He's eating horse meat. <clears throat> Do you stop at that point? I stop at that point. I don't. I think <laughs> he. I think, would, I think he pushed through. Where do you? Yeah. How much difference to a horse and a cow? Think, other than okay, where do you horse? draw the line? I think it's just because horses are smarter. Are they? Right. <laughs> I don't know, man. Horses are pretty dumb. Are they? Yeah, any thousand pound animal that lets you just ride it around like that ain't. Not I the guess. smartest yeah, thing I got you. 
I guess. I've just always been led to think that they're pretty smart. It's because well, it's because of ponies. We like ponies, you know, and they're endearing to us. Cows, they're not endearing. Nobody, nobody's no horses no, is a bigger deer. No, no, no. <laughs> no antlers. Deer with horses. Yeah, yeah. It's all. It, it's this is a big. It's a big doe. <laughs> All horses are women. Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed. They know what Mr. Ed is. You know what Mr. Ed is? Yeah. Okay. You know what Mr. Ed is? He's a talking horse. Oh, wow. For the rest rest of this episode, we're just going to watch Mr. Ed. Yeah. Yeah. Because you said your brother's in Poland, right? Yeah, my brother-in-law. When when, when you're in Poland, do they call it Polish sausage? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I have to add. I get back to you on that one. I don't know. Right. Is there something that's American that we call American? I don't know. American <clears throat> cheese. Hey, so probably, <laughs> most likely. Yeah. It's actually my mind is is flying now. I'm trying to think. Of what would it be? I'm trying yeah. to think. I mean, of what, we, name, we name our fries for the French, though. You know, like yeah. we, just, we just give we just give food like origin. I guess. I'm trying to think of like a food that probably originated that in America. I'm pretty sure this is a food podcast. Chick- chicken McNuggets, I <laughs> think, originally. Chicken, chicken McNuggets for sure is America's I love American McNuggets, pastime. Man. That's America's pastime right there. I don't care what else you say. It's going to be always be McNuggets, man. I love a good McNugget. Yeah, because you don't even need real chicken to make them. So yes. They can always so when there's a food shortage, the, where they just keep eating chicken That's the best part. Like, yeah. we went to, I went through McDonald's the other day. Not a sponsor. But <laughs> yet, yet, I drove haven't got the email back. Day. Noah and Keelan were already at the house, and so so I called up and I was like, "Man, I'm fixing to run to McDonald's. Y'all want me to get something, or y'all are on the way to the house?" And they're like, "No, I think we're gonna go to Burger King and get some nuggets or something." I was like, "Well, I'm in McDonald's. I can get you yeah. some nuggets, you know." And uh, as I pulled up, I saw the sign. I was like, "Yep." Oh my gosh, they're doing forty piece nuggets. Yeah, <laughs> for. <laughs> For ninety nine yeah. cents, <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you get bonus nuggets in a forty piece? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Who's counting those, right? <laughs> yeah, like, someone's someone just one, two. No, you God, know they're just that's the worst job ever. ever. <laughs> that looks about like forty. That's close enough. Gosh, uh, I'd guess I ordered the forty piece and took it home. And Heck guess yeah, what? they were gone. I appreciate it. They're so good. They're so no. Well, Burger King does the ten ten piece for a dollar. Yeah, there were ten yeah. nuggets for a dollar, and we bought, we, we went up there with like a actually, actually, ten dollar bill. Hundred nuggets. Upset with Burger King because they changed it and didn't tell anybody. It changed on the sign. Oh, they didn't like to a dollar now. Oh, come on, like, Burger come King. On. That's a twenty percent decrease. Yeah, come on, Burger King. They what didn't are you put doing? that into like the we're putting our good. Thing. <laughs> they, put, they put less plastic in them now. So yeah. <laughs> Taste different. Maybe they're just like straight up like, hey, this is a health concern. We're gonna jo- we're gonna drop it. People <laughs> are dying because they're eating. They're really scary. We gotta this. cut back a little bit. Yeah, it was too much. It was. <laughs> How do we always get back to these places where we? I'm talk really about not food sure. And then something about gross. I just it, <laughs> it happens. And then there's editing thing. It's yeah. all fine. Yeah. <laughs> all over. No, this yeah. is all one cut. Yeah, <laughs> we have had some one cutters. It's we have. Like we have. I'm really proud of us. Yeah, but it doesn't happen often. But then there's some weeks or some. We just say like something every five stupid. Minutes, going and cleaning up the stupid thing that we said. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, like, I, I like it when it's sometimes, like, we'll say it, and then, like, five minutes later, we're just like, hey, time out. Like, what I, what I said earlier, you just got to let it sit with you for a second yeah. and be like, did I say that? I'm going to have to, I'm just going to edit when that, that out. When that comes out in 10 years, I'm going to lose my job for that. Yeah. You know, like, you start thinking stuff yeah. like that, you know? Like, <laughs> like, I will get canceled if, if Twitter finds this. I'm, right. I'm done for. I'm done for. I will be oh. a part of the woke culture. I'm trying to learn Twitter. Yeah, um, I know Twitter's been around longer than everything else. It's like, you know, an early social media. But yeah. like, I'm trying to actually learn Twitter now. So I love Twitter. Oh, I love Twitter. Twitter's like my favorite okay. social media. I'd agree. Yeah. It's so. like, it's like so with Twitter, I feel like a lot of people have done this. I don't know if you've done this. You get it, you don't understand it, and then like you don't you get don't on it for a while. Use it for like and then you years. get on it and you're like this you, is amazing. you start using it and you're yeah. like, Oh my gosh, this is literally and then you get obsessed with it. Yeah. And so yeah. like I'm constantly going through Twitter. Yeah. yeah. I'm, a, I'm 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 a pro at Snapchat now. Um, <laughs> oh look at you. <laughs> just not really. But uh but yeah, the Twitter thing I just haven't 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 got a grasp for that one yet. I've done. Um, it's I've, just like I think my brain is just like I don't know yeah. what I want anymore. You know. Yeah. I've done. Yeah. I've done Facebook and Twitter forever, and I, I've I've I have an Instagram, mm-hmm. and I think I've posted three things, one of which is a picture that's sideways because <laughs> I didn't yeah. I didn't know how to make it straight. <laughs> right. And um and then one's like a picture of my kid when who is eight now when he was like one. So mm-hmm. that tells you how long ago that was. And then there was I don't even know the third one. That's well, it. You, you're Seven more years. brave than I am because, like, I see you like post out a post to people on Facebook, and you go live, and you're like, "Hey guys," and you talk and all that. You know, me, I do the Instagram live just because I know that I can push the little button, talk a little bit, and if I sound stupid, I can just erase it and start over. I can do that fifty Heck times yeah. before I finally put out that final product. Oh, Heck can you yeah. do that on Instagram? Yeah. Now it can only be a sixty-second thing, but hey, that's okay. I could. I'll I, talk really mm. fast and shove it in that little hole. Like I could, I could not do like a live. No, I, like I don't. My filter's so bad. And like, Terrified. I feel, like I need multiple takes if we're gonna be doing this. That's true. So. You're the one that I edit out most in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Just make me start editing, so then I'll be like, yeah, I don't really don't want to do that. Teach yourself to. Yeah. Speak I don't correctly. know. The, the week that Keelan was here. I no, I was say, from him. Yeah, absolutely, episode, absolutely, one hundred percent. I had like fifteen cuts in that. Like episode. he would say something, we'd be like, "Okay, time out." Like Keelan, you can't say that. <laughs> you just say grandma's eulogy, Keelan. <laughs> yeah, that was an episode. So figuring out the awesome talk about stuff yeah. going on in here, but before we do that, I think it's about time. Have we checked in on Hayden's tan lately? I oh felt goodness. I knew that was coming as soon as you. I'm going to be Look honest, me. not impressed. I'm not impressed either. I'm inside a lab all day. <laughs> yeah, you're starting to dim down on us, bro. Yeah. yeah. My arms are It's honestly worse anxious. than it was at the start of the summer. It was because we were in Juarez and I was like yeah. getting my tan on. But I, the only tan I tanning I get is from golf. Right. And I'm wearing like, I have a good Chaco tan actually. Do you? Yeah. Can you see the line? No, I can't. Okay. It's there. It's, okay, I believe you. I'll trust Tevas. you. Just kidding. No, I said Teva one time, and your whole family was like, what'd you say? So, Teva, I'm sorry. But, um, oh, are you in the Chacos now? Yeah, I'm in Chacos. Oh, okay. My, my Teva's got, like, really dirty I'm sorry? My Teva's got really go. dirty somehow. <laughs> not a sponsor. No, but uh, it's right. it's not good. 
It's, yeah. I have like a really good farmer. I got a Daniel Brooks stand because I'm always wearing like a shirt. Yes. I got Hey, Brockman came out to the to the swim thing Sunday night, and I was like, you know, hey, Brockman, oh look, he's got a real farmer's stand because he yeah. did. You know, he's like, you know, he hasn't wiped had... from his sleeves up. You know, you know when when quarantine hit, he was like, oh gosh, and because Mr. Daniel's been putting him to work for the past three yeah. months. <laughs> yeah. You know, Brock ain't slept past six o'clock. <laughs> six o'clock, they're out at five in the morning. Well, good for them. Yeah, <laughs> that's how late I stay up. Well, <laughs> going to bed when they're waking up. Yeah, know? that's what's up. All right. Well, uh, just keep working on the tan. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. Bro, I'm, sorry, you're disappointed. You, and, you are. And I'm gonna work. On it's like that. you went to the beach. Yeah, it looked like I went to the beach and got a lake thing coming up in a couple of weeks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to smoke it there and just see how far I can get past you, man. You can just we can call you. You know what? Crusty white. I guarantee you, by next time we meet, I will be crispy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I I I'm just need, gonna go I, home I, and I, lie on my roof all day. Yeah, I'm just gonna just, <laughs> just lay on your roof. You just gonna sleep in the backyard. It's just shorts. He's on, gonna on come in roof. next week like a lobster. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> all right. Well, I today it. we got Austin hanging out with us and. We just wanted to take the day. Normally, we move into the time we're talking about a, uh, something that we're studying or we're listening to. We talk about spiritual things and all. And uh, but today, we thought we'd just uh, kind of shine the light over there on your corner, Austin. Just uh, I know that um, you know uh, back in was it was it February you came in? Um, I think February? yeah yeah. And then yeah. shortly thereafter, the coronavirus yeah. hit. So we saw you in person for a few weeks, and then everybody had to exit out the building. So like in the time that we've been together, um, we've been able to hear some great messages and lessons and that sort of thing. But I think at the same time, we don't have, uh, I'll, I'll, I guess, a whole lot of context with that because uh, you know, there's not been a whole lot of relationship building because of, you know, so I thought, hey, wouldn't it be a good idea to kind of find out a little bit about Austin Black, where he's from and what he's yeah. done and, and why he's here and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was just getting ready to start. I was learning people's names, you know, when this thing <laughs> uh, yeah. hit. And I was like, well, we got to start over now. And so, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, so I, no, I'm pumped to, to be here um, at New Prospect um, and just to kind of walk this road with you guys a little bit. I've kind of been all over the map. Um. So, what year is it? It's 2020, 20, right? Yeah, who, yeah. who could forget that right now? Anyway, yeah. 2020. So, yeah. So, you know, music is my background. Um, that's what I always love to do. Um, and and so I, I was leading worship and stuff throughout college. And yeah, I think that's back when the first time I met you, like you were like a kind of a long hair skinny dude with a band. Yeah, I had really long hair, like down to my shoulders, you know. And uh, when would that have been? Do you remember? Um, I don't know. Like I, I don't, I, I don't remember. I seen. I mean, I, I, you, you. I mean, I think we had seen each other at Nesbit a couple of times, and I think you were over here in Olive Branch at something as well as yeah. church. And, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I just, uh, I just remember that that was that was kind of the frame that I had for Austin in the beginning was just that guy who was very musically inclined mm-hmm. and. And um, yeah, but that was that was uh, it's pretty I don't cool. Know, right before they invented dirt, way back then. So. It's been a minute. <laughs> yeah. It's been a minute. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I was at a church in Olive Branch for about a year. It was a church plant. I went there. To, I, I planted there three months just to have them launch. Just about a year. Um, leading worship, and then I transitioned to Church First Baptist Nesbitt, leading worship there. And then parallel to that, I was in a band, and that's what I was really pursuing. I was pursuing uh, traveling. Uh, we traveled all the time and and writing music and recording music. And um, I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. I don't even remember who it was, but um, oh, oh, it was Landon. Okay, Landon. Yeah. I don't, we, we, we somehow we, we kicked this can down there a little, little bit, and um, and you know. <laughs> like kind of being in the music business side of things and pursuing like record deals and stuff like that. We were close. Like we were, we were in the game. We were having uh, meetings with, you know, labels and in managers and uh, right, right. radio people, all kind of stuff. So I was pursuing music. Music was my thing. I loved writing, loved recording. Um, still love that. I still do some of that. Um, and, but even while I was doing that, I was doing, music lead worship at Nesbitt and then along the way they asked me to do youth as well okay so I was doing youth and music um for six or seven years and and most of that I was gosh probably for three years of that I was still doing the band thing as well the band was about eight years the band about eight years and we led worship song we played um, venues a lot, um, you know, places like Minglewood and New Daisies around here. People know those places, mm-hmm. and um, and then that that season kind of ended. Um, we we all got we were all too old with too many kids amongst <laughs> us, and so five, I think when we ended, there was there were five of us in the band with five wives and five kids. You know, at least maybe six by then. And it was like, yeah, this is too six much. Wives? Yeah, six. Yeah, that's right. It was it was six wives and five kids. That's what it was. And uh, <laughs> we were Mormon, it, was kind of, it was a weird time. And we uh, a lot in Utah. <laughs> we were huge in Utah, actually. <laughs> a little like Utah. That was our name. And um, and so yeah, that transitioned out. <laughs> we were we were a country music band. Um. So yeah, that that transitioned out, and so I was music and youth, and then my dad was the pastor of the church I was at, um, and we, my wife and I, we we I knew dad was going to retire like a year before he retired, mm-hmm. and nobody else knew that um, outside of our family, and so it was like my wife and I, were like, I don't know, I'm not going to be a very welcome sight for the next person that comes in here. You know, right. and so I'm like, not only have I been here by that point, seven or eight years, whatever it was, I'm the previous pastor's son. So I was like, cool, this person may hate me. And, um, <laughs> and so we, uh, my wife was like, well, we just need to, let's just kind of see what's out there. We may go somewhere else and do something else. And right. so we um, almost went to Atlanta. There's a church in Atlanta that tried to call me. And I was like, man, it's pretty cool. And uh, but I couldn't, I was like, I can't say yes. So like, I I don't think it's time yet, you know. And then a church outside of um, Gatlinburg. Right. I went up there and I was like, I think this is it. You yeah. know, I told my wife, I think this is where we're moving. I mean, it is Gatlinburg. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. You know, I, it was right in the middle, right side Gatlinburg, not too far from um, Asheville, North Carolina. 
it's right there in that, that beautiful mountainous way yeah. east Tennessee area and uh and so my wife and I we went up there we talked to him and we I, I told her I said you know unless just something drastic happens I said I think we're we're moving to east Tennessee and so we come back and drastic things start happening <laughs> no like it was I, there was like I remember the day we were driving back from from that this church and this girl whose family had been going through a whole lot of different hard things and she texts my wife and said uh, hey I want to go to church tomorrow will you guys come get me I was like okay you know what like yes be happy to yeah. but I don't need to feel this right now you know and um, how rude of her. I know right yeah. could you please stop you know and uh, could you call someone you have nobody else to call and uh, and then there was uh, this other guy that we'd been working on for a long time and uh, he, he 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 loved Jesus, but he had some some ghosts basically that's kind of chased him around in life, and right. and so I've been working on him for a couple of years. And in like literally the week after, I get back on like a Saturday. That's how the girl texts early that week. He reaches out and says, "Can we go to dinner?" I'm like, "What is happening? I'm trying to yeah. move, all right." <laughs> and um and so I go sit down with him, and like the Lord's just doing this huge work in his life, and like there's this real light to get him back plugged in and got to get his feet back under him like okay and then there's this other guy that i've been working on this guy for years yeah and his wife was was a believer and she'd been coming to the church there for a long time number of years and we're about the same age our kids are close to the same age and um and he was kind of a self-proclaimed atheist well We've been working on, and so this is kind of a funny story. So I knew he didn't want any kind of kind of backing up to the whole story. He didn't want anybody kind of pushing their faith on him. And so I was like, okay, well, I can do that. So I'm, I'll just be his friend. And so like kids' birthday parties, my wife and his wife were close, and so anytime we're hanging out or whatever, like he'd be there, and I'm just like hanging out. But I never bridged the subject of like his faith, like ever. Yeah. And um. And so to the point where like we're a couple years into this thing, I'm like, well, this I can't ask him now, right? Like right. I can't just bring up, hey, by the yeah. way, we've been hanging out for two or three years. Do you know Jesus? Yeah. And um, and so I'm just like, I gotta ride this thing out. And so he reaches out to this whole time. He reaches out to me and says, Hey, can we go to dinner? I'm like, Well, this is this is different, but I'm trying to move. And so I I feel like I know what this is gonna be about. And so like he he sits down and he and he's talking. He's I like I don't I'm not a believer. I don't know the Lord. Mm. And um, he said, I'm working through all that. I'm trying to figure that out. Um, but I know that my wife wants us to go on this mission trip up in Vermont this year. And I didn't want y'all to think anything that like, you know, I, I don't. And so long story short, like a trip to Vermont is the perfect place for a non-believer to go if they're going to go on like a mission type trip. Because like, you're not going to like share your faith up there. <laughs> like you're, yeah. you're going to love the people and just be joined. And so, I was, so, so that door begins to crack open. I'm like, okay. I'm trying to get out of here. And these people were dragging me back in. And so my wife and I just knew, like, this is not um, what we're supposed to do. And so we said, okay. So I, I called the church in East Tennessee. And I, I went to my, my mentor, and I was like, look, man, like, I, this is a great opportunity to go there. But all this stuff keeps happening. And, uh, and he said, he said, there's a reason you can't say yes. Yeah. And I was like, well, Dad, coming. Okay. <laughs> I'm already, I got to get my deposit back from my Dollywood season passes now, you know? And so, and, uh, you know, I mean, I'm listening to your story. Sorry to no, 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 no. But like, I'm in, in, listening to your story and like, uh, I'm, I'm like, 
I'm, I, I hear, I, it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's just awesome because like, um, it's not, hey, you know, the church offered me a lot of money or this thing happened, my wife got a job and, <clears throat> you know, all these external like events didn't, I mean, it doesn't sound like those are the things that kept you here, but it was relationships and and um, like I'm just I'm just very impressed by that. It's just that you know relationships with other people that you had been investing in for Christ. That, that those relationships are what kept you uh, from making that move. I'm, I'm I'm pretty stoked about that. That's awesome. Well, I tell anybody in 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 like <laughs> and I turned out a lot of money <laughs> to go. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're gonna be so much more money, you know. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll just say no, but sure, you know. And uh, but the reality is like like. When I tell anybody, and I guess for the people that are listening, and I, and I wish I was better at this, but once you really, for lack of a better phrase here, once you get a taste mm-hmm. of, of getting to be a part of God working people's lives, then that's something you want to stick around for. And too often in our churches, we, we've gotten so surface level on stuff. Yeah. And... And there's just no substance to our relationship with Christ as far as taking part in the work that God's doing. And so because we never take part in that work, we church becomes an idol. Um, and so we say like, oh, that, that, and that's where all the, 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 the conversations of, of preferences and stuff in churches yeah. is, is because we're not taking part in the work of God outside the church like we should. And so if, if we would just dive into people's lives, just be just be kind to people yeah. and be a friend to people and just care about people, like just care about them. Um, and again, like I ain't writing the book on this, right? You know, I, I wish I was better at that, but I, I was, I'm grateful for those things because we did like all the girl did for a season. She fell back out, did stick with us and plug back in. But it was like the wave of everything that's happened in her life just kind of, she couldn't keep her eyes on Christ and kind of swept her away. She still, I actually saw her again the other day and, and she came by her house for a little while. So that relationship is still there yeah. and it's something we hope to continue to cultivate. The um, the guy, the, the the middle one, I stuck around with the kind of the ghost chasing him. He was actually, and I'll get to this in a moment, he was actually my youth pastor at the church I, I was at, Nesbitt. Mm-hmm. I ended up bringing him on as youth pastor. And so you saw this unbelievable um, kind of fruit of, of this guy's life. And then the third guy, he did come to Christ. Like this guy in yeah. his early 30s at the wow. time, which is an anomaly, had no background in the church and was a self-proclaimed atheist, came to know Christ. And we got to see all that happen. And... Um, and I think it's because and my wife has done a really good job to make sure that, that we keep this in line is like relationships have to come first. And if we'll just invest in people and connect with people, it's going to be way more valuable to us in life than really anything else we're going to encounter on the way. Um, but because so often we don't do that, we, we kind of struggle on the way. Right. So... Um, so the relationships brought you or kept you in place, mm-hmm. but it kind of kept you in place in like the same position at the church you were already in, kind of that shaky mm-hmm. position, I would say. Uh-huh. So we, so my wife and I said, we said, you know, we're just going to stick it out. We're going to stay and see what happens. Um, and if, if that just means we're, we're going to help the church transition to whoever's next, 
then that's what we'll do. And we're cool with that. And so that's what we did. We said we were going to stay. So we, we, we kind of took my name out of running for anybody else. Anybody else contacted me. I, I just kind of said no from the outset. And I don't know when it was, maybe four or five months before my dad actually retired. Um, surprising to me and my wife, I said, I think when dad retires, Lord wants me to put my name in for lead pastor. Right. And this was so far off my radar. Like I had no interest whatsoever being a lead pastor. Yeah. And so she was like, okay, like if that's what you like supposed to do, I'm on board with it. So cool. And so the time comes. And so I didn't, con- I didn't talk to anybody on the, on the committee. Right. Um, I said, here's I just threw, threw my, my, my mentor was the interim at that time. So I went to him. I said, here's my resume. You can put it in the trash. You can give it to them. I don't care what you, you can lose it. But I, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. He's okay. And so I didn't hear anything. Like time's going on. And so I get a call at night from uh, from one of the ladies that's on the team. She said, "Hey, we want to talk to you." And I was like, "Okay." And so I go in, and, and they told me on the front end. And of course, I've known these people for at this point eight years or something. Right. And they said, um, "We took your name out twice in the process <laughs> because I don't have a seminary degree. I have no like ministry training whatsoever." Yeah. Okay. And um, no, no, no degree in that or like that. And so I have a business management degree from Delta State. Okay, <laughs> and so that's what I'm wandering. That's a sword I'm wandering around with out here. And um, I said, you, you know, that was one of the things we see on the front end we wanted. And um, so you just didn't have that, so we took you out. And there's another reason they took me. I don't know what it was. And um, and but we just kept. It's probably what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story about that in a minute. And so uh, we kind of all right, whatever. And so we. But we, we, but we just kept coming back to you. And so we met, and we're on the same page. And, and I had this overwhelming sense, which is funny. They would, they would kind of talk. I said, you know what? I just have this sense of I know what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I just know what's supposed to happen next. I can't give you a lot of specifics. Yeah. I just have this, like, sense within me of, like, I know what to do. And I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know where it's coming from. But, like, right. it's not like I read a book, you know. And, um. And so they called me, which is which is really a funny thing because when they were voting me in, this is how this kind of works, is if they don't vote me into that position, it's voting me out of the other position, basically. So it's like, this yeah. is a weird phenomenon. So if they don't vote me into this, I, I cannot want my, my other job. Like, that's not going to work. That's going to feel kind of weird. Yeah. And so, uh, so that happened. They voted me in. And man, <laughs> that we saw... We ran about 160 at the time, and uh, I left back in October. We, we were running about 425 wow. over about four years, and and and, and what I said it goes back to the same thing. It's just relationships, mm-hmm. and and the church had such a mentality of just love people. Yeah, we didn't we didn't talk about music. We didn't talk about Bible translations. We didn't talk about um, all these goofy wonky things you know and uh like we it was just like love people like yeah. we're gonna love people to pieces and when they come in these doors we're gonna love them we're gonna be faithful to the word and in every aspect we're gonna teach the word our in our in our uh in our youth we're gonna teach the word well in our children like we're not gonna this is not watch a movie and eat a snack you know this is feed them the word um through our senior adults and in in what i saw was like you know, God can take somebody with a business management degree from Delta State and mm-hmm. stick him in a position he has no true qualification for 
as far as many people would think, and just blow the whole thing up. And um, so that's what happened, man. It, but you, we, we saw, I, I got, in four years there, I saw um, stuff that many people in ministry never get to see. Yeah. We saw people come to Christ that are statistical anomalies. Mm-hmm. Like there's no reason statistically, put all these statistics out. There's no reason that these people should come to Christ, but we got to see it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I can tell you story after story, and their, their, their faces are in my head right now. There's this, there's one guy, this family comes to church one day, whole row of them. Like, mm-hmm. and it was like three different families, but one family, you know? And, um, and so they've been coming for a few weeks and, and, had a sister that had gotten shot, right? Like, I wish I went to go see her in the med. Like, she couldn't speak or anything because uh, of her injuries, but she was alert and, and nobody else was in there. I was at the med. Have you ever been in the, the med? Is, yeah. yeah, never mind. I, yeah. <laughs> I know it well. I know that story from the day, you know? And, uh, and so I'm in the med, which is which is like terrifying in so many ways. But just to, just to visit, I can imagine getting to be a, a stayer there, Scott. But uh, we, uh, I go in and. That's right. And so yeah. I go in, and this, and this sister's there. And I had a Bible, and I had a, had a book. I'd get in her the book, and so she couldn't speak, but she could she could look at me, and she was responsive, and she understood. And I said, "Look, I said, I said you shouldn't be. Here. She got shot, she got shot in the head. Wow. I said you shouldn't be here right now. I said you better figure out why. And she didn't, but her family did. Her sisters did. So I, I turn around. Her sister's like bawling her eyes out. I'm like, oh, what is this? And I said, what's going? On? She said, I need to be saved. I was like, what? And so I was like, okay, so so I didn't know him, they didn't know Mary. And so she comes to Christ that day where her sister in law knew Christ. Well, then, like, her, their best friends have been coming with them. She comes to Christ. Their, that best friend's husband knew the Lord, but it had been a long time since he'd been walking with him. He completely just restarts his relationship with Christ. Mm. And, her, and so that girl's husband that came crying that day, 400 pound mountain of a human being right yeah i mean just, just pick up a house right just yeah. but nicest guy ever and um and i was like the lord is telling me like he's next and again statistically he's just a good old boy from horn lake that is just tough as nails anything yeah. i was like lord i need a security <laughs> he needs jesus he, what this makes sense <laughs> and so uh and so that dude's on a that so he's, he's been coming and so we're just preaching the word and this shows mm-hmm. the value. You just teach the word. Just teach the word. Doesn't change people's lives. I don't, I don't change anybody's lives. God don't change anybody's lives. Word changes people's lives. So he's sitting there, wait, hearing the word, hearing the word, hearing the word. And this dude, he go. He's on the Mississippi River, and he'd been drinking. And the boat starts taking on water, and they don't have a life jacket. Hmm. So he's he's somewhat inebriated, four hundred pounds. In the Mississippi River, boat going down, and so they're he's fighting for everything he can to get to the shore. Mm-hmm. So they get there, and man, he gets in his car, who's with, and they he just goes home, goes in the shower, and his wife hears him. He's weeping, right? This mountain weeping, and um, she's like, "What's going on?" He said, "I talked to Austin. I talked to Austin. I get something." By this point, it's late at night, and so the other guy they knew well enough that caught him there. Dude comes to Christ and like it changed the whole family dynamic. And I say all this to say it it, it was that family came to church because they knew somebody. Yeah. 
And this guy was a little rough around the edges sometimes, but he loved Jesus. And, and, and so an entire family lineage is changed because there was a mindset amongst the people of, we're going to love people as Christ loves them. Yeah. And man, we, I saw life after life after, I mean, just absurd things that really people in ministry and people in, in church, just you hear stories about. And we got to see it. And so did that for four years. About a year before I um, I left there, the Lord was telling me, hey, it's time. I had you here for a season. It's time for you to go. And um, and he had aligned me with a school in Memphis called Visible Music College. I knew, started by Ken Stortz. Ken was one of the founding members of the band Skillet. You mean know, mm-hmm. Skillet. And, um, and so I knew Ken back when I was in the band. And he had helped us and pitched us to some labels and stuff. And and so I reached out to Ken. I was like, Ken, I, I, I'm going to talk and let's, you know, kind of see if there's a maybe some way I can come on the team and help you guys out in some way. And it, it makes sense. So we go, we meet. And, um, and so we're we're talking and uh, he says, yeah, let's do this. And, da, 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 da. and so, um, so I knew, so I was kind of doing it on the side and I knew I was supposed to leave. But I kept going back to like, Lord, like, but things are going so well. <laughs> like yeah. we're reaching people like crazy. Everything's growing, yada, 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 yada. And man, he had to bring some circumstances to get my attention, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and he'll do it. I'm telling you, like he'll do it. And so he got my attention back in October and I said, okay. And so I pulled the trigger and transitioned out there um, and went to to be there visible. And that's where I'm now. And I, and I love it because it take me back to my musical roots and get to pour into um, students and musically, um, but what it opened me up to is I, I love to preach and I love to help churches. And so that's kind of where the interim comes in. And so I felt very, very clear, like God wants me to do interims like this, just to come alongside you guys in the journey and, and walk with you during these times, um, until God brings his next person and then to pour in that generation behind me, uh, musically. And, um, and so that's man, that's that's me in a nutshell, kind of a kind of a big nutshell, I guess. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Um, so like I'm, I don't know about you guys, but like I'm enjoying like hearing like history and and just like your vision of the church and uh, how how we make you know the church um, that's actually loving people and all of that. Uh, but um, what I want to do is um, uh, maybe could we could we could we put this can we can we put this uh this one on pause for the day and then um and we'll just roll over to our next our yeah. next uh podcast because i'd like to ask you a little bit mm-hmm. about what's going on at visible yep. um about music um you know yeah. we, we actually just went through a long series in our student ministry talking about what worship looks like and and uh, just talking about like honestly you know our point was that worship is not exactly uh, or is, is, is not just what we do uh, as far as singing or what we do on stage or any of those types of things. It's more uh, what we do with our lives. But um, but music is a big part of it, and especially in our church today. And so, like, uh, maybe, maybe we could roll into just talk a little bit about music, uh, about Visible College and what the church deals with as far as I know that you've been through worship wars in the past and all those <laughs> types of we use silly phrases like that. But um, c- could we do that? Yep. Okay, sure, so awesome. anyway, let's wrap it up for the day. And um, anybody got anything before we roll out? Uh, stay sweet. Stay sweet.